0: Hey, y'all, this is Ashley, also known as Bored Becky, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. And I'm like, Travi, come on now. Like, you, you got this under control.
1: Yo, what's up? It's G Love, and I'm fired up with Travi. I do.
0: I do. This is Danielle Petty, co founder of the 90s Babes, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi.
1: What's up, world? It's spotty Wi-Fi, the king of the crypto punks, and you are now tuned in to Fired Up on the Blockchain with my guy, Travi. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and degens, for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening in podcast land. My name is Travi and we are Fired Up on the Blockchain Hey, Travi, we're let's effing go.
0: We fire, we fire the Woo!
1: Welcome back to another episode of Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. My name is Travi, Travi.eth, Travi.nft, Travi.crypto. You might be wondering, what's the NFT in a .crypto? I know of .eth. Well, guess what? I'm proud to announce first and foremost, my official partnership with Unstoppable Domains, Big shout out, Sandy Carter, and of course, my good friend, Liz Morrison, who was on a previous episode. I love what you're doing as far as helping people establish a digital identity and no renewal fees ever. Yes, ever. So Unstoppable Domains, big shout out. I'm actually going to have a friends and family link for you in the show notes if you're interested in getting a .nft, .crypto, .x, .blockchain, dot whole bunch of other stuff. And I I just love what they're doing. And uh, speaking of Sandy Carter and the team, Sandy is all over the place at conferences. I will actually most likely be seeing her. I did get a little bit of feedback that I am uh, wanted at a conference during the week of Art Basel. So more on that eventually. Uh, But for now, I'm going to be celebrating the things that are happening right in front of us. Uh, But it is something still I'm pretty stoked about. I want to talk with you a little bit about some of the other things going on. I announced that we have a partnership here in the podcast with Diamond Dogs, which is also a team that I work on. So Diamond Dogs NFT by Evan Mendoza, who's on the St. Louis Cardinals baseball organization. And this is the NFT that got me knowledgeable about NFT utility. And that's why I talk so much about what NFTs can do to unlock you know, certain opportunities for you these are point zero three point zero three at diamond dogs so what can they unlock for you they are you already know they can unlock tickets to baseball games some will get you tours of the stadium that evan the baseball player and founder and artist of the project will take you on but you might not know yet okay there's a coin didn't you guys come out with a coin Diamond Dogs have a coin called a dog coin, D-A-W-G, which uh, which is on Rally.io. It's an Ethereum side chain. And not only can you accrue coins, but you can use them for things within the ecosystem. And some of the things that are going to be claimable using a dog coin are things that you cannot get. Some things you may not be able to buy without being part of that. So to go along with that, I'm proud to announce, you know, Evan... Mendoza is finally starting his off season. So it was great to have our first face to face meeting in quite some time. It's nice to see him kind of settling in in, in Florida and, and relaxing a little bit. But we're putting together and I know it's been in the news, too, that the Board Biot Club actually just did the same thing, formed a community council, which is some of the people in the community who have been riding or dying, the most knowledgeable, some of the people with the best ideas uh, for the projects. And they're putting in their input, and it's really great to hear from the folks. Uh, And hopefully, we'll be able to have a big announcement on who uh, was selected and who was voted into that council. And I just love because, you know, having a conversation with Evan now that we're able to kind of sit and really spend a couple hours doing, you know, our, our face to face chat, the things that Evan has in mind for the future of the Diamond Dogs is really, really special. And I think it's something that I, I wish a lot of nft brands and projects had the foresight uh, to think through so i'm glad that we're kind of doing a little bit of the long term with a little bit of the short term right the community council and hearing from the people involved who have been involved for so long i think is, is a really important key and lastly, many of you know, I am part of a membership group called the OG Collective. Some of the greatest minds and thought leaders, if I do say so myself, just just kidding. But they are. They're awesome. Uh, in Web3. Uh, fun stuff. The OG Collective, hashtag OG Collective, was actually trending on Twitter this past weekend. The OG Collective is doing some special, special work. And part of that work is onboarding artists from the real world or as we lovingly call web 2 into the nft space so we actually formally announced on a twitter space our very first artist mason eve mason eve will be launching this friday and i'll hopefully bring you that twitter space very very soon she's brooklyn-based street artist with a lot of neon style um, I hope to be able to to snatch a piece uh, of her work, honestly. <laughs> I work on the team uh, that's helping launch her, and uh, I know... Well, let's just say it's going to sell out pretty quickly, I think. But anyway, um, not financial advice, but Mason Eve is a fine artist. I'd love for you to follow her work. She does mural art uh, in Brooklyn, um, all all around kind of the Barclay Center area. Um, She's just put some stuff onto Twitter, uh, some of the pictures that she's been doing. You can follow her on Instagram as well. Super cool. Love to have that chat. Big shout out again to my buddy Crypto Clarence for finding Mason Eve uh, during the Deadfellas event during NFT NYC in June. So we're happy to be able to bring that to you. And one last thing before we get to our conversation with the one and only, the people's champ, Coach B. Patel, is I want to be transparent with you. So people reach out to me pretty regularly to either talk about their project um, uh, on the podcast or on Twitter. And I need to tell you that promoting a rug is uh, not on brand for me. So they have uh, certain people, certain companies that I never heard of, have been uh, offering me uh, some amount of Ethereum to talk about what they have coming up. And um, what's important to me are the people and the fact that um, you, my listeners, and everybody out there will not get... Their money or Ethereum taken away in a rug, so it's important to me to practice what I preach, and that is to to know who the people are behind the project. And I'm not going to just talk about anything on here, which is why I partnered with Diamond Dogs because I know them. Uh, the Unstoppable Domains. I had a conversation with Liz Morrison way before I even knew it was possible to partner with Unstoppable Domains. And speaking of partners. That brings me to one of my favorite people, and probably one of your favorite people here in all of the Web3 space—the the one and only Coach B Patel. So, Coach Patel, you may see him in different communities. Whether it's the whether it was the Nonco Ducks or the Bubblegum Kids, Taco Gatos. Diamond Dogs, Crypto Chicks, and of course, Meta Athletes. What Coach B and the team at Meta Athletes are doing is something really creative, and they're allowing you to have a platform to win in life. So what does that mean? That could mean anything to you, as long as you understand that we all need to improve at something, I personally have tried steps to improve at physical health, at mental health, being a better dad, all those kind of things that, you know, are important to me. And uh, I actually did hear coach talk about it recently um, with the Meta Athletes crew. Um, What's important to you? Because if you don't know what's important to you, you're not going to be able to take those first couple steps, right? Because that's the thing. It's like, what's going to get me off the couch? You know, what's going to get you to put your phone down? What's going to get you? You know, it doesn't have to be to the gym. It could just be something that you want as a personal goal. And uh, I hope that you enjoy today's conversation. So we're not going to do a community spotlight because we will be spotlighting a few communities today during my uh, conversation with the one and only people's champ, Coach B. Patel. And here we go. Today is a special day for me because one of my favorite people, and probably your favorite people if you're involved in the NFT communities, uh, at least some of the same ones I am, I think we can even go as far as calling today's guest the people's champ. It is Coach B. Patel. Coach, how are you today, sir? I'm great, Travi. Thank you for that,
0: uh, that very kind introduction. Appreciate that. Uh,
1: absolutely. So I'm fired up to have you here. I'm fired up on the blockchain with Travi. And so you and I have actually been in a lot of conversations over the, the greater part of the last year and things that I find pretty interesting. And I actually talked on previous podcasts. I spoke with Katie Brinkley a little bit about this. Your name came up in conversation, as it does with a lot of people, is that whenever people are in a NFT community, and they see somebody like you, and then usually because you and I are in so many of the same ones, uh, and, they, and they they kind of get a feel for like this is this is like a safe place. Uh, even if I don't go all in and I don't put all you know every ETH I have, you know at least I know if I want to come in, pop into this community, I'm not going to be judged. It's going to be a, a good place. So first of all. How does it feel to have that kind of a reputation as just somebody who, you know, a lot of people in this space not only look up to you but feel safe sort of confiding in? And I guess that goes along with sort of like your coach mentality.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I'm kind of humbled by it. You know what I mean? I think I've always kind of prided myself within my um my reputation as a coach as an individual and as a person and, you know, as I jumped into this the web3 space and in NFTs like um I was fully doxed, right? You know what I mean. Like I, I, I wanted to blend my digital life as well into my my actual reality life, and um, you know, my my persona as a coach is the same as my persona as a coach in, in Web three land. And so, I am humbled that people will will want to listen to me. Um, I'm humble that people do want to follow me, um, and I think that's kind of the big things why why I wanted to get in the space too is is like during COVID and during 2020, like I realized I was getting contacted by a lot of different coaches and a lot of athletes and and who just wanted to talk and to pick my brain and, and, you know, talking to my wife, she's like, you know, you can help other people, like you can impact other people. And I kind of realized like, you know what, I think I needed to cast a wider net to be able to see, um, to draw a bigger audience, but also to be able to try to, um, kind of live my mission, which is, you know, really trying to help other people realize that they can get better. And, um, like my by the population I kind of work with is, is just the athletes that I see on a daily basis but um, I think there's so many lessons that that, that I prov- that I can provide and that I can teach um, to just about anybody to try to help them become better and I've realized that within web3 is that there's a there's a void uh, a massive void that I'm trying to fill um, I'm learning at the same time, and, and by no means am I an expert. Like I am not the, the only person who knows everything. Like I, I'm learning just like everybody else, but I'm um, just trying to find my own step, find my own voice in, in the path.
1: Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit too. The Lion Strength series is, is something that I know that you're, you know, proud to have just recently released. But, you know, I think even before I realized you were a coach, like a real life coach, um, and worked with athletes, I just, I just knew you from the Web3 space, man. Just kind of just being somebody who, you know, was just a a nice person. I know that we would kind of DM on the side a little bit about like, what projects are you looking at and that kind of thing. But, it was like, oh, hey, you're in this community, too. Hey, you're in this community, too. And then I started to see a lot of not just like commonalities between the communities like, hey, you know, how are things going? Like, how, how how are your kids and stuff like that? So, you know, and we'll get it. We'll talk about some of those communities, too. But I think what's really been an interesting component, at least to your relationship with mine, at least as Web3 friends, is that we've we've got. I feel like a lot of same people in our networks, like whether it's like other collectors or even other creators, you and I feel like are connected in so many ways. And I feel like I'd be remiss if we didn't at least talk about some of the, the folks that, you know, you and I ha- have some connections to. And, you know, just to just pull the curtain back a little bit, I did get to see you a little bit. It was a short time, but it was uh, the first night um, of NFT NYC. So I got to kind of see you there with uh you know, the fan, obviously Fanzo and Drew and all the, the meta-athletes folks there. Um, and then a lot of people on the collector's side who are also doing some really unique things, I think, with the, the Lazy Lions have kind of like a sports kind of subgroup, and we could talk about that. But there are some people who like who I I've talked with and communicated with over the last few months, whether it's Robbie cryptos or Casanova and uh, you, you probably could come up with a lot more names, but these are people who I always just think are really good people. It's just really cool to see that I feel like if you and I were to gather our web three friends, we'd have a lot of crossover, man. So I think that's a really cool part about it.
0: Yeah. I think um, I started to realize that we had more connections when, I think I saw you in, I saw you NFT three sixty five Discord. I saw you in the Taco Gatos Discord. I saw you in um, the Crypto Dads. um, I saw you in Nineties Babes. Like, and I just, I'm like, man, I'm like, this guy is like in the same things that I'm in, um, and interested in the same exact things. Um, And and I think that's where it's kind of really cool to be able to. Um, make these connections and make these friends in Web three is when you start to see that there's a lot more like minded people um, in the world. You know, what I mean, and it's and it's wild that you know I've met people I probably would have never met before if I didn't enter the space. Um, all around the world, like in Australia and in the UK and different parts of Europe. And and you're not that far away from New Jersey, right? Like there, there's people I've been able to meet like Casanova's one in Texas, Robbie in Arkansas, like so many people all around the globe that are you know, just really fortunate to be able to meet. And it's all because we share common interests and we share common themes. And um, what it really comes down to is the things that we value. right? And Obviously, there's there's projects that value uh, the price because it's an investment standpoint, but like um, a lot of people I've realized are, are really truly um, value the relationships that you're able to make and, and the networking, right? And like that's such a huge component of it too, is being able to um, you know meet people and, and connect with people that that you can learn from as well. Like, it's it's been probably the most rewarding part about it.
1: Yeah, agreed. And I don't know if you got them reversed, but I I know Robbie's going to be DMing me as soon as he heard you say he's from Arkansas because he's a proud Texan. That so uh, you know, shout out Arkansas. Nothing wrong with living in Arkansas, You're, but I don't I don't. He's just living there right oh, now. Really? Oh, did he? Oh, my bad. Then <laughs> Robbie, should I edit this out? I don't. He's either way. He's gonna he's gonna DM me and yell at me about something. Um, or he's going to school there. That's what it is. He's in school there. Oh okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's he yeah he's grinding right now with with school too. Um, good guy, good guy in the in web three space. So, you know, you did talk about providing value, um, and community with your knowledge and expertise and you do that. You know, I mentioned how you do it among community members, but something that you've transitioned into, and I don't know if you planned to do it like this at first, but you've, you know, you're working on some teams. One, I'm actually working on with you as an advisor. Uh, you and I are both advising, uh, Taco Gatos, which is now sold out, which is really cool to see. Um, but, you know, you started and that might have been the first time I knew that you were planning to work on some teams because I remember when they were first minting and there were some things going on with um, uh, they were giving away prizes and things like that. And I, I remember popping in to that discord and I was just like, hey, uh, you you know, you, you this is a really cool project. Like you have a lot of really interesting things coming up the pipe, whether it's like this, the mint engine or the nine lives that we were reading about. Uh, which now came to fruition, which is a really cool component. And obviously we can talk about that too. Um, but you're going in there and then I see Coach B's like replying to my message. It's like, oh yeah, like you could, we're spinning a wheel and someone's going to win an NF. I was like, Coach B, like this man, like it, I've, I've been, you know, looking at different communities and seriously, like in a short time, I was like, this man is everywhere. But um, so what what is that kind of like? What has that transition been like for you from kind of knowing that you want to provide value to actually being able to not just do it you know, among the community, but now like for the community as someone working for NFT, you know, project teams, like how did that all come together for you?
0: You know, I wasn't planning to do it at all. It was, um, it was something that I was kind of interested in and navigating and going to different projects. And Taco Gatos is one that I was jumped in because they were doing, they were doing a, uh, like a, a non co giveaway. Right. And so um, I jumped in the discord and, and remember we were talking football and just talking family and, um, it was really easy to to talk to t- talk to all the founders at that time, and um, it was awesome. And this next thing that happened is they asked me to be like a mod, and I'm like I, I'm like I don't know what this entails, um, but yeah, sure. <laughs> so, and then the next thing I knew is that um, I was asked to be part of the team and to try to help, and I'm like, you know what? All right, it's it's, it's you know it's not much more than I'm doing right now, so. Um, so that was the first thing. And then uh, the next kind of project that kind of came up was, uh, was Meta Athletes. And that kind of hits home a little bit more um, with me specifically because it, because it is with athletes and it's with coaches. And, um, and the values kind of fall in line exactly with the way I kind of live my life and the way I want to coach and impact um, is to try to help other people. And, and I thought it was a no-brainer. So I don't really think it was something I was looking for. You know, I kind of liken it to like it's like when you find love. It's not like you're really looking to find love. Like it just kind of happens when you least suspect it. And I think the the relationships that I've been able to meet, or being asked to be part of a team, just kind of they've just kind of happened. Um, so it wasn't something I was necessarily looking for looking for at all when I first got in the space.
1: But you've become a respected member of these different teams. And I know for sure, you know, we've had a couple of um, meetings with the founders. And you mentioned the the founders from Taco Gatos and everyone so so easy to kind of talk to in there. And I know that they sponsored the NFT Classic baseball game. They were one of our sponsors. So um, they got to actually come out and and see the game, like really connect IRL. And then I know that there are people as well that you know you've maintained relationships with who have moved on to other projects who are who are super involved in the space. Um, some of the greatest people I feel like have, have come from that like that little bubble, that little era of of like when all there was there were you didn't know what projects were going to go go out of control or what projects were going to you know stay for the long term. Um, but I feel like the relationships that were formed from like. Last fall into the winter, and then the people who are still here. I feel like that is, it's like a different kind of a bond, you know. Like it, it's almost like a, a class in high school where like you're kind of like moving on together. But yeah, let's talk a little bit more too, like about um, meta athletes. So there's some impressive people who obviously you know work on on that team. I'd love to hear a little bit more about um, how how it's been going with meta athletes. Um, you know, Drew Cohen is somebody who's not only you know involved in the space as a founder. He's very open to suggestions. He's another person I got to hang with during – I'm going to talk about NFT NYC on every show, everybody, it's just because it was such a – it was just such a a great time to meet everybody. (laughs) And I feel like there's something to be said about meeting these these folks, especially the founders, in real life and getting a real feel for them because I got to be honest. Like sometimes you meet a founder or even people on a team and you're just like, all right, this is not for me. Like maybe it's a play. But it's not it's not kind of like that long term kind of uh, social investment. Um, but, you know, when you talk about people like Drew and the Meta Athletes team, it is. Um, so can you just tell just in case the listeners haven't heard too much about Meta Athletes, kind of what they're all about and some of the connections they have to uh, Major League Baseball as well?
0: Yeah, so Meta Athletes is, is a community that I actually um, found from a friend of mine who's another coach um, working professional sports, and he's like, "You should check this out." And so I remember going in there, reading, reading their website and reading their um, kind of ethos and their in their like playbook, and I'm like, "You know what? Like, this, this sounds really cool." And then I started realizing that the artist was a professional baseball player, and that they had a lot of other professional baseball players on their team. Um, and connections to the Clemens family and, and the artist is Kevin Smith and he he just they're almost done. The regular season has not finished yet, but almost done with the Oakland A's right now. But, um, I just started realizing. And then I found out about, like, the NFC 365 podcast, which was just released around that time. So then I started going back and listening to every single episode. And I started realizing, oh, wow, like, like, I can learn a lot from this. And I kept sharing that podcast. But, um, through the Discord, through the community, I was able to connect with Drew and, um, all the people on the team. I met you there. Um, Suf so there. Robbie was there. Casanova. Like, so There's so many other people. But um, I really started to um, align myself with them um, because they started to see some, some value um, that we can impact each other and impact others in the kind of same way. And so I was humbled when they asked me to be part of their team as well, too. But, um, you know, I think... Met athletes is evolving. You know, what I think mean? the the initial thought was to be a community for fans to connect with athletes, um, but I think we started to realize, and Drews realized, and I give him so much credit that he started to pivot away from that and really started to focus on the coaches and the value that the coaches within the community can give back to the holders. And um, we started to think about it as almost like a a team of consultants, right? And so if you were to hire your own consultants that could cost you thousands of dollars, right? Like if you wanted to hire, hire me, like, you know, to be your, your, your performance coach, your strength coach, or, you know, um, you wanted to hire, um, somebody to do your, your mental coaching, somebody to, you know, do your life coaching with, or somebody to do web three business consulting, sports marketing, not sports marketing, but marketing in general, like with, with, with Katie and Fanzo's expertise, like this can cost you thousands of dollars alone and you can get access to all of this by just by holding a meta athlete. And you can communicate with somebody who can help you with your nutrition, and somebody can help you with your fitness, and somebody can help you with your mindset, and somebody can help you with maybe just staying positive. You had a rough day, and then you just wanted to, you know, kind of blow off some steam, and somebody's going to be able to listen to you, and somebody's going to be able to help you to try to navigate those waters. Um, and we started to kind of pivot ourselves into becoming a. A community of coaches that can help everybody you know win in life you know what I mean? that's kind of our tagline like nike has just do it like it's it's in reality win in life because what we started to realize is everybody's an athlete whether you whether you compete or compete in on a field or the or court or the ice or the pool or you're competing in life like we're all athletes we're all trying to get better like and we want to not only help you survive, because a lot of people just feel like they're just surviving day to day. Like, we don't want you to survive. We want you to thrive. And so how do you thrive? It's a lot of it comes down to, you know, the routines and habits that you build. Like, how do you think? Like, what's your mindset like? What's your approach? Like, what's your, are you consistent? Are you inconsistent? Are you, do you complain? Do you blame? Do you, uh, you know, do you you accept responsibility? All these types of things um, are going to benefit not only athletes, but just everybody in general. And the way we look at it is if you... Can take some responsibility for yourself and you want to try to improve and get better. Like, I think the entire world's gonna get better, you know? And that's very ambitious, but. You know, I think anybody who's getting the Web three, like I don't, I don't think we're thinking small by any means. I think we're trying to understand um, what the future is going to be like, and we're 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 part of the process of just try to impact the future as best as we can. So um, I'm blessed. I'm humbled to be part of the Met Athletes team. I think Drew um, is wise beyond his years. Um, you know, and, and he's humble enough to realize like where we can get better and what things can improve. Um, And we're always looking, we're always searching in the team. Like Katie's a rock star. You had her on um, in a great podcast and like very smart, um, very personable, like um, has a great mindset, just a a go-getter. And then um, you talk about Fanzo Darnell, like just, just really good people involved that can help um, push the brand forward. And that's where right now, like we, we're still minting. Um, and the goal is to be able to mint out, obviously like any project in the collection. Um, but we really want to be able to attract people that want to improve, right. That want to get better. And we understand like, um, the value is in holding the value is within the community. The community is the ultimate utility. And that's gets so cliche that a lot of people say, but like, you know, like and anybody who knows it, like you can feel it, like it's, it is. It's it's a peop- it's a group of genuine people. Nobody's fake. Like nobody's, um, you know, just trying to push an agenda. Like we we're, we're truly out there to try to help everybody improve and get better, um, ourselves included. Like so that's that's a little bit about Meta Athletes. We do have a token, a coach coin too, and trying to create a learn to earn model. Um, we got some challenges out there right now. Um, to, again, just trying to help people try to live their best life.
1: I do want to first compliment the fact that you and Drew and, and the Meta Athletes team have started to see that discords themselves in general right now are um, start are starting to be a little bit less active. Uh, so you've become a little bit more active on social media, whether it's through Reels, um, you know, on Instagram, uh, whether it's been inspirational messages through Twitter. Uh, and, you know, I know that there's sort of a, a closed kind of conversational group uh, among the meta-athletes holders, which thank you for inviting me to that, by the way. Um, and, you know, I still think Gary Vee should go on the Fanso's podcast, even though the Jets beat the Steelers, but it was like, come on, like Steelers could have pulled it. Anyway, um, but, you know, what, one thing that you just talked about was uh, mindset. And so I want to just kind of dive a little bit further down that rabbit hole because for people who are going through day-to-day lives, whether it's you have a, a job that's kind of beating you down or you're like me and you have two toddlers and you're just like, like where's the light at the end of this tunnel where I could get some sleep again? Like, Or like most of us, you're dealing right now with a market that's pretty unforgiving. You've got macroeconomic stuff. Beating us over the head. You got political things going on, and there's a lot of uncertainty there. Uh, and then you, of course, got you know investments where you know not only are investments all all down. Of course, you know this is not like a financial advice sort of conversation, but it is a conversation where if you're a believer in NFTs or the blockchain world, and you're not and you're not here just for the quick flip. But even if you are for, here for the quick flip right well, something i've noticed and i know a lot of people are blaming mercury in retrograde but there's got to be something more to it that right now a lot of people's mindsets are a little bit down you know they're a little bit down uh, there's a lot of things going on and you know i i remember having you on twitter spaces that i had been hosting with the diamond dogs and you know we'd have different guests come on and a lot of different partnerships um, and you obviously garnered a lot of respect from the Diamond Dogs community, but something that you did, you came on a, a couple of different times and you just talked about having a mindset that was positive or, you know, you had a different inspirational messages and, and I still see those and I'm so happy to read them. Even like your good morning, you know, messages with, with the, you know, the coach B Patel sort of like logos on there and stuff. It's just puts people in a better state of mind. And, you know, sometimes, and I had this conversation with the previous guest. It's a lot easier to live kind of below that line where it's like where it's easier to feel down. Um it's a lot harder to pick yourself back up. So is there anything I guess that, you know, that help you or that you feel like you know you can kind of give a word to even myself or somebody listening that on a day like today where We don't know what's going to happen with the wars. We don't know what's going to happen with the markets. We don't know what's going to happen with investments where we could just kind of like, I don't know, meditate a little bit and just kind of like find some positive light.
0: Yeah, it's – I think it's it's human nature, right? It's human nature to um, think about the worst. It's human nature to think about – You know, complaining. It's it's way easier to complain. It's way easier to talk about a problem than it is to figure out a solution, right? And that's why I tell my kids this. I tell athletes this: is like, if you can find solutions, you're always going to have a job. If you can find solutions, you're always going to be looked to. If you can be the positive light, people want to be around that. And um, the way I look at it, and I actually had an athlete um, tag me in an Instagram story today, former athlete, and it said. um, like focusing on uh, on the things that you can control, and it said like this is exactly what B Patel, would, like Coach B, would say, you know. And and that's where I think what I try to do myself is um, really. Think about the things that I can impact, and think, think about the things that I can control. Like that's like the market. That's like I'm not gonna be able to impact the markets. The political things. I'm not gonna be able to impact the political things. Like there's so many. The weather. I can't impact the weather. Like so, why worry about it? You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things. Like let me focus on the things that I can improve. Like I can work at. And I and again, I tell my athletes, I tell my kids, this is like there's events that are gonna happen. And there's going to be an outcome. And the outcome is going to be determined based on the response that you have to the event that happens to you. Somebody cuts you off in traffic, you can respond to get pissed off, to complain, to flip somebody off. Or you can be like, I'm going to take a deep breath, I'm going to keep driving. You know, that's going to determine the outcome, right? Like there's things that are going to happen. um, Somebody can say something to you, but it's up to you on how you respond that can determine the outcome. And is that outcome going to push the needle forward or is it going to push you back? And every time you stay in one place, you're not really improving. You're not really getting better. And I think we all have the power within us to improve and get better. That could be physically, that could be mentally, it could be emotionally, it could be spiritually, it could be ind- individually, it could be collectively. If you're on a team, like you can improve. Um, and, and then when you're part of a family, you're, like you're, we're always part of a team, right? And so you can always look to improve. And the way I always look at things is, is why would you want to be negative? Why would you want to have a bad attitude? Like like there's nothing positive that can be accomplished with a poor attitude. You know what I mean? If you look at – and I've researched a lot of like high performers, whether it be in business and whether it be in sports or coaching, whatever it may be. Like there's a lot of commonalities between high performers regardless of the the field or industry that they're in. And a lot of it is they get up early. Um, they get their work done primarily early, 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 part of the day. But the other thing too, is that outside of their work ethic, it's the attitude that they have, it's the attitude and the mindset that they have is that they, they don't think that they can be denied. They don't think that there's a limit. Like they can constantly try to improve somehow, some way. And Carolyn Dweck calls that, you know, having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, like, you know, just, um, you know, like Angela Duckworth talks about, like grit and like passion and perseverance and finding a passion and just being relentless towards whatever tasks that you want to be able to achieve. But um, so much of it does come down to the attitude that you have and the mindset that you have. And um, <laughs> like, I, it's, why would why have a bad attitude? Why have why why be negative? I mean, like you're one of the most positive guys out there. You know what I mean? And like, so I think that's like when we talked about before about. Um, attracting, right? Attracting like like-minded people and attracting, finding your people and finding your community. Like nearly everybody in that meta athletes like little group that we got right now is super positive, right? Regardless of what's happening around us. I mean, and um, when you find those people, like you get attracted to them. And I, one thing I always say, Sue, is, is that you're a product of the five people you hang around with the most. And so if there's if there's negative energy around you and it's holding you back, why do you want to be associated with them? Why would you want to be associated with negativity when you know it's not helping you? Or maybe you don't know. You don't know it's impacting you that way yet. And so developing that level of self-awareness to understand what's your mind like, what's your body like, what's your stress like, what are you feeling like, and try to be able to pull yourself out of that requires a lot of self-awareness.
1: Yeah, so I find that there are people who sometimes – when they can still identify, okay, this is what's bugging me, I'm aware that this is why i'm feeling this way it's still sometimes really hard to 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 just pivot like from okay, like I need to get into that positive or even not positive, but like a little bit on the on the less negative side of the mindset and so that's that's kind of the reason why I, I wanted to ask you that question because you know if if you're listening right now and you're listening to coach b and and you're saying, okay. I could vibe with what he's saying. You know, Coach B is on a podcast called Meta Athletes, the playbook uh, with some other amazing coaches. I know we we talked about Drew. Um, we you talked about fans. Uh, you know, Katie, I know is, has joined the crew. Coach Powell's on there. Um, so you can hear Coach B talk a lot about, you know, the positive mindsets and, and just what it's like to just kind of, you know, take some of the negatives and not just turn them into positives, but like learn from them. And that's something that even in in this NFT space, it's something that I had to to figure out myself because when you're looking at the negatives, and negatives in the NFT space are everywhere, whether it's finding out that, you know, an artist that you thought was this, this great artist uh, who put pictures of themselves turned out to be, you know, a man, uh, you know, living in some some country that they're <laughs> that they never said, uh, you know, and then, or, or you find out that, you know, the founder or the, you know, the head of the team. Uh, just has no interest in continuing on with the project anymore i mean cuz you see that over and over again and you're just sitting there and and you couldn't that stuff really like those are the things that bug me probably more than anything else because you're you're really like messing with the people's kind of faith in you and uh, i mean forget about reputation being over but i mean what about the what about the community what about the people who kind of believed so those are the things that I might be the most one of the most positive people in the space but when it comes to <laughs> comes to quiet quitters and slow ruggers lately I've been a little bit more vocal about that but something that you also are vocal about other than being positive on your podcast is the um the Lion Strength series and I think one thing that's interesting about that is we talked about some of the things that you you know have been doing IRL and some of the things that you do for the athletes and the communities that you're working with web3 but you know Couple things like I think are super interesting is you use IP from NFTs you already own to now kind of set up some programs for, for people who hold your token. Let's talk a little bit about the Lion Strength series. Um, I'm a Leo. I have one of my tattoos is a lion. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the Lazy Lion ecosystem along with you. So uh, there's a whole lot of things <laughs> that I could relate to with, with having lion strength. Um, but I probably need a little bit more. And I'm sure some of our listeners would be happy to learn a little bit from you on how they could get a little bit more lion strength themselves.
0: Yeah, it was, um, again, this this is some, wasn't something that I planned to do. Um, when I first entered, but, um, I, kind of got motivated by, by Otto. And uh, if anybody knows Otto, Otto, the pool boy within, um, he took over the tankies, but he's in the lions, he's in bubblegum kids and some other projects that I'm in. And, um, one of the big things that he pushed along with a lot of other people that I was seeing was using the intellectual property of your, of your NFT, uh, to create a brand and, I already had a brand, like my my, my name being my brand and, um, you know, the information and content that I would push through on my website and socials was, was all part of the, my brand. And um, creating merchandise was just part of my brand. And I started to realize, like, another thing my wife pushed me w- way back with was to be able to put programs out there for, for resale, you know, and putting digital programs out there because everybody um, – I think everybody could use structure, right? Everybody could use some structure to their training and to exercise routines. And I started to understand how um, I could use the IP of some of my NFTs, and specifically, um, I used my Metathlete and for for one for one idea, and then also used my my uh, my referee lion. Um, I started to realize, you know what? Like maybe I can create training programs using my Lazy Lion. I think what they did too by creating three different versions, like a like a like a cub version, a teenager version, um, as well as the original um, Lazy Lion. I think helped bring my idea to light because it allowed me to create um, different levels, right? And there's always levels. Um, to everything that you're gonna, that you're always gonna do, like you're never gonna be an expert from the beginning. And when it comes to training, the way I look at training, it's it's, it's a journey, it's a process. Like you always want to embrace the process. It's not about the outcome of trying to be single digit body fat or trying to gain an X amount of muscle. Obviously, you got to have those kind of goals if that's what you want to do. But for some people, it's about and not for some people, but for everybody. It's it's about understanding the process of day to day training, understanding the process of what you feel like. Physically can directly impact you mentally, and um, when you kind of start to unlock the physical strength of the things that you you could you can do now that you couldn't do before, that allows you to develop confidence. And that's the same thing I try to do with the programs I developed for athletes. Like, it's not about sets, it's not about reps, it's not about exercise, it's not about that. It's about developing confidence within yourself that you can do things that you didn't think that you could do before. Like that's that's the beauty of training, you know and um, I see it, and I've done it for over 20 years with athletes, and I see what it does to them and how they're able to accomplish so much more within their sport, but more so in life. Like, I get texts, I get uh, messages from athletes when they're done, and, and they tell me about the impact that I was able to have them through, through training. And I understand that. Like, the strength conditioning is just my vehicle, my avenue to help other people realize that they can get better. And it's through physical training. And what I wanted to do was help empower other people to realize that they can get grow and they can get better through their physical training. And so um I thought it was a no-brainer to be able to utilize the cub, the teenager in line, to create stages within training. Like a beginner is our cub, is represented by the cub. Um intermediate programs are based on the, the the teenage cub. And then the OG is our is our advanced programming. And um I was able to create, you know, different NFTs, and you can see them on OpenSea. Just they're all on OpenSea, um, where um, it, it's a little video, it's a little MP4 video is the actual NFT, and then when you when you purchase the NFT, it unlocks the content, which is a link to the program. And then when you do the program, um, you know everything is linked, everything's exercised. We have a Twitter group too, um, where we're trying to support each other. Uh, in in every initiative and they're all four weeks long like it's not like Peloton like I have, I have a subscription to Peloton we can just do a workout like it's not about one workout it's about sequencing them together and developing consistency over the minimum of, of four weeks like commit to something for a month and that's hard for a lot of people to do is But when you do something day, to, day after day after day after day, you start to develop these habits and you start to develop routines and consistency. And that's when you're going to get results. And that's what I talk about, like the journey. It's the journey of it. Um, and then the beauty of – like they're on my website. It's just a digital download. But understanding NFTs allowed me to be able to pivot and create an NFT with them too. And now, so safe, Travis. you finished a program, you're done with it. You can gift it to somebody else. You can resell it if you want to. And then upon completion, I'm going to grant you a POAP so that you have a proof that you did the program. And so just trying to utilize and leverage blockchain technology, but also hopefully the reputation develop in the communities that I'm in to be able to attract other people to want to train and want to get better physically so they can try to help themselves uh, mentally, emotionally, just, just all around get better.
1: Yeah, so the way you just, dis- you described your program is exactly what gets me fired up on the blockchain. Like that's why I call it fired up because you're using you're it's a, it's one of the, the, most obvious use cases, right? This, you can use this token and then you can sell it. Like, hello, it unlocks the things like that's what an NFT is. Like I try to have conversations. I was at a real estate meeting not that long ago and, you know, people talk and they found out I was working in in the podcast and the NFT space and stuff. And they're asking me questions. And I literally just said it as simple as that. And they were just like, you lost me. Like what, Oh okay. Okay. I I get. We're early. But no, but yeah, back to your program. Um not only do I love it because of that. It's also it's also a flex that you have a full set, by the way. You got the cub, you got the teenager, and you got the the big one. Um but also I just, I love that it's got a growth mindset component to it. And, you know, that's something you mentioned a little bit earlier. And, you know, I know, you know I'll hop on the Peloton. I know you mentioned you have a Peloton subscription. Um, my my wife's killing it on the Peloton. I wish I could be more consistent. Who's your favorite? Do you have a favorite trainer, by the way? If it, Do you have a favorite Peloton trainer?
0: I do. I usually my go-to's are usually Alex, um, Kendall Tool, um, and then Robin Arzon. Like that's usually that's usually my go-to's on the bike. What so, about you?
1: Well, Robin for the music. And then yes. and, then, and then also and then also Kendall. Yeah. Did you do Robin's um, Wu Tang ride? I know you like Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's an m M&M, and uh, boxing class as well. Oh, I've not done that. Yeah, but yeah, the, so my wife wanted she oh my God, they have a Wu-Tang ride. You get, I was like, yeah, that's literally why I listen, why I ride with Robin. But yeah, but, but Kendall is um, kendall has been my go-to lately. But anyway, a lot of respect for them because, you know, and, and that's kind of all part of back, obviously I'm joking and everything about, you know, I'm not joking about the Kendall thing, but I'm joking about the Kendall thing. But you know, the thing about all this is that it's about really not quitting. and And that's why I feel like, especially over pandemic time when, um, Peloton kind of blew up the way they did. And and these folks kind of became like, they're celebrities now, you know? And I think a big part of that was because you have people stuck at home uh, in in a really dark, sp- really dark headspace, you know, whether they were working, whether they weren't working, whatever it was, it was so much kind of unsure, or, or I don't know, uh, maybe one would say fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the world. And, um, you know, to hop on a Peloton, I feel a little bit better. And, you know, and now that there's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt in in our world and uh, some of the things we talked about earlier, um, I feel like you, you know, Coach B, are one of the people who I feel like we can look up to, just like we looked up to a lot of the, the folks during that time when we were all hopping on the Peloton and we were stuck at home for all those, I don't know, however long that was. Um, and now and now we're here. We're, we're kind of in this Web3 world. and We can learn a lot from you, man. So. Um, you know i I know you said you have an athlete waiting for you, so I, I took a little bit longer just because I wanted to unpack just a couple more things with you but i 'm glad that we were able to kind of kick it a little bit, spend some time together um, i 'd love to hear just before we go tell everybody about I, I, you mentioned your website what the website is. Uh, I love kind of the merch you have I love that you 've got the the lions on some of your your merch as well. Um, I think I even saw like a journal where where people can kind of Keep their notes of, of their progress and things like that. One um, of your lions on that. So, um, yeah, man, I want to give you the last word, kind of kind of before you have to go and start your day and you know make people IRL a little bit uh, stronger and healthier. As well.
0: Yeah, they. Um, I've I've had a website out for a couple of years. Um, it, it's I wanted to um, almost make like a um, a digital resume, right? And so. Um, for years I've been guests on other people's podcasts, like articles all around the internet when in, in magazines and things like that. And so I wanted to house everything together, um, as well as like a place to blog. And, and I haven't blogged as recently or as, as consistently as I, as I did when I probably first started it because I've just been kind of living in Twitter and just doing, you know, short form work. Um, but yeah, I put everything there, um, Access to like consults if I, if anybody wants to do a coaching consult, program digital programming, nutritional consults are all there. Information for all that kind of stuff. But um, I did most recently just make it store to, to put out some merch um, to anybody who wants to support. But also um, the same programs that I have as NFCs, Alliance Strength Series, I created as digital downloads for anybody who's n- still wants to live in web two. Like you can you can you can download and you can purchase a program there, um, but you won't be able to resell it. You can give it away if you want to afterwards, but you won't be able to resell it. Um, but I did um, I did make um, the first form of IP work that I did do is I used one of my med athlete and I used my line to create journals and notebooks and really, um, again, like to try to help people understand how to create some consistency and order in their chaotic lives, um, writing things down. And you know, within research, there's a lot of research that shows that it's, um, it's much more beneficial to write versus just to type things on your phone. Um, if you want to do journal or if you want to do a brain dump or you want to plan and you want to organize, um, there's just some sort of mental clarity that starts to happen when you write things down um, versus just typing them in a the phone. So yeah, so those, those are available there too. Um, and then um, yeah, the Lion Strength series is available there too. But I did write a blog article to describe like my whole Web3 journal, j- uh, journey there. Um, that kind of outlines web three blockchain IP. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much there. And then all my contacts, the socials are all there too. And, uh, yeah, so that's probably the best place to try to find me there.
1: Well, I'm glad I found you here on Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. I'm going to have all the information for Coach B in the show notes. Um, man, just so many good things to unpack, Coach. I feel like if you didn't have an athlete waiting for you, I have so many more questions. And I feel like that's those are some of the best conversations, you know, where you could just kind of keep going and asking questions. And listen, I'll see you in probably like 50 different discords, kind of, you know, helping other people doing your thing. And you and I will touch base again during one of the Taco Gato's advisory you know council sessions as well man. So it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Um, I hope to have you back on, especially as your journey continues through Web3. Um, Remember, it's a lion strength training. Uh, It's absolutely one of the most incredible things I feel like uh, the use of blockchain uh, can have for you, not just healthy where you can resell it, but healthy on your mind and your body and your spirit. Coach, thanks so much. It's been such a pleasure.
0: Thanks, Travi. Anytime you want me back on, I'll be happy to chat.
1: Nothing but real talk and good vibes from the one and only The People's Champ, Coach B Patel. I will have all of Coach B's links in the show notes. There's his website, his Lion Strength series on OpenSea. He's got some merch curated for you. He's got products on CoachTube. He's got a lot of insight for how we can get better in our lives. So if you follow him at Patel 515 on Twitter, you might even be able to catch him. Hosting a Twitter space, being involved in a conversation on a Twitter space, or maybe even, you know, hear me beg him to jump onto one of mine again, because it's probably going to happen soon, coach, so you know. Anyway, big shout out, coach, um, and the Lion Strength Series and everybody at Meta Athletes. A lot of really great community members all throughout these projects that we talked about today. So, I want to make sure that, you know, speaking of community members, that I do give a shout out to uh, a few people uh, specifically who have been listeners of this podcast and I know other really great podcasts. And uh, Coach actually brought up Sufs. Sufs is uh, not only a listener of this podcast, he is a great community member at Diamond Dogs. He's been working with Meta Athletes since the very beginning. So Sufs, big shout out to you and to the six people who bought and helped sell out my very first AI art collection on OpenSea. I cannot thank you enough. Uh, Man, I I can't even explain to you how thankful I am. And you will get passes to literally everything. Uh, And So just a little bit to pull the curtain back for the listeners. Uh, I did talk about the AI collection a little bit on previous episodes. But um, they are now in a closed group chat with me. So they're going to be getting the first, the lowdown. And they're going to help keep it on the down low. <laughs> and they'll be the first ones to access some of the stuff coming out. Um, and so will you as a listener. But uh, since they were the, their holders, I'm going to reward them the same way. I think all project founders should be rewarding other holders, especially the earliest holders. So more on that to come. But thank you for helping me sell out. OG, the journey, it is uh, literally my story being told through art. Uh, And somebody else too, I want to give a big, another shout out, and we brought him up a couple times during the conversation, is Fanzo for selling out his AI art. Now, two weeks in a row, the host of the NFT 365 podcast and minting an NFT every day for 365 days, and those 365 days are almost at an end, and they will sell all 365 NFTs as a mosaic at, who knows, an auction house. I mean, we've seen what happened with Beeple, we've seen what happened uh, with Banksy, and who knows what lucky collector will end up with that mosaic, but uh, I do hope to be there in person, especially if uh, one of those auction houses are a stone's throw from my location in uh, Manhattan uh, or even Philly or anywhere else. So uh, keep on listening to what Fanzel's got going on. He is somebody who, um, you know, is a mentor for me and an advisor for me. And I know that between him and Drew and Coach and and Katie Brinkley, who we talked about, there's a lot of great people involved intertwined in these communities. So just sit back and relax for a minute as we do today's NFT utering session.
0: Hi
1: hi hi, it's time for to school. Today's NFT utering session is going to be about Twitter. Yes, I know you know what Twitter is, and if you're involved in Web3, there's a good chance you're on Twitter more than most other websites. But if you're not actually in Web3 yet and you're listening to this for the first time, Twitter has become one of the main hubs of Web3. I highly recommend, if you can go back to episode 15 and listen to the conversation I had with Katie Brinkley, she really puts it into perspective. Twitter has put together some things that are most user-friendly for people involved in the space, whether it's connecting to your digital wallet, which obviously we now know Instagram has been doing, and I know Facebook is looking to do something like that. But it, Twitter was the first one to fully embrace it. You can even attach the the digital wallet and your profile picture could have a hexagon shape. Yes, a hexagon shape. Uh, You can also get involved in conversations that are live called Twitter spaces, which I've talked about many times on here. I've played some for you. Uh, They are like live, sort of like live interactive radio shows. And some are routine and you know when they're coming on. And some are, you know, special one-offs. And some are totally just impromptu. Um, But, you know, we do talk about that a lot on this podcast, uh, Twitter, because Twitter is a place for uh, all of our friends and all of our DJs, uh, especially those who are getting tired of discords. It's nice to see them getting involved a little bit more in Twitter. So when you hear people like myself say, follow me on Twitter, it actually does mean something for us. It does mean not not a follower count, but more of like a place where we can be more fully interactive. And it's a lot more fun. Obviously, it's public and it's social. Um, and the discords are public some parts of it are private um but it's a it's a lot more of the behind the scenes stuff actually that go on in the discord so um if you're interested in web3 and you're interested in nfts i'd look for some people uh to follow uh obviously if you follow me at mr travis though m-r-t-r-a-v-i-s-t-h-o i I could point you in the right direction and this has been your nft uterine session special thanks again to my partners at diamond dogs nft and unstoppable domains and thank you all so much for sticking with me if this is your first episode or you've been riding with me from the very beginning it means the world to me to have you on this ride we are here together I'd love for you not only to subscribe, but tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend uh, because we're just going to keep on building and, and grinding, and as many of you have seen, we have a lot of the same friends and a lot of the same networks uh, that kind of overlap here, and I'm just trying to bring you what I feel like is not just news um, but you know people, good people doing creative things here in this web three space, this crazy, mixed up, kind of nerdy, kind of cool brand new world of NFTs and Web3. Uh, And I'm going to be representing for you. So as long as you keep in touch, uh, you'll get some of dibs on some of the fun things that are coming way before anybody else does. And I hope to represent well for you when I'm in London, when I am in Miami, because you are some of the most important people to me, the people who have been riding, listening to this. This is episode 19. It feels like, oh, just yesterday we hit double digits. Uh, on episode 20, I am so stoked to bring you Spotty Wi Fi. The King of Punks will be here having a conversation talking about his career, uh, some of his rap not only influences, but some of his hip hop collaborations, what it's like to sell NFT music on the blockchain, and some of the real world and real life utility you can get for being a part of the spotty Wi-Fi ecosystem. Um, I can't believe I was able to get one of my favorite Web3 people uh, here, not just today with Coach B, uh, but also on the next episode with the one and only spotty Wi-Fi who I'll be hanging out with a little bit at NFT London. So while I'm there, I'm going to do and rep for you what I always try to do best, my friends, and that is to bring one love to Web3. I'll catch you next time. Peace.